Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, and welcome back to the Question the Question podcast, where I'm your host, Simon. I'm going to be talking about philosophy in our daily lives. Something, yes, it's still the same host. It is exactly the same host. You're welcome. Anyways, it's about philosophy in our daily lives, something that makes us question the things around us. Why is this? Why is that? Because there's just so much to learn about this world and so many curious facts that kind of, you know, it's worth living. And in today's episode, I decided to talk about something that's become such an important part of our lives that today you can start a business without it. Today, you cannot find a coffee shop without this thing. And basically, you can't even set up a birthday party without using, yes, you guessed it right, social media. It's such an important part of our daily routine that I doubt most of the listeners of this podcast spend at least one day without checking their Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, and I'm guilty of that too, okay? Let's face it. Even this podcast is redistributed through, guess what, social media. So why do we dedicate so much time to this thing? And if we do, is it good or bad? Because... I know, for instance, brushing my teeth is important. I know the consequences. I know what happens if I don't do that and why I'm doing it to keep my teeth clean, you know, to be healthy. But with social media, if I'm doing something consciously as a human being, making the choice to open that platform and scroll through, why am I doing this? And, you know, after doing my research... Unfortunately, I don't really have any good news about it. Yes, social media allows us to connect to connect with the people around the globe. It doesn't matter what country you live in. Today, you can simply open Facebook and find someone from Australia when you're, I don't know, somewhere in, let's say, Ghana or you're in Uruguay and you know the person lives in Kamchatka Peninsula. Y'all can easily communicate. It's great. It's awesome. But I'm talking about the other part of social media, the one that you scroll through, the one that you look at and then forget. Even though everything we look at, everything we do, everything we say, it remains in our brain whether we want it or not. Sometimes it's hard to pick those instances from our memory, but nonetheless, everything we consume stays in our gray matter Like, because there is no way to go. Like There is literally no delete button. You can forget stuff, but in no way you can erase it from your memory. So that's the trick. And with that, is it really necessary for my livelihood to open Instagram, scroll through those posts for 15 minutes, sometimes even more, when I can't even recall what I saw 30 seconds later. Is that really necessary for my good life? And the things that I found actually point out that what I'm describing is more of an addiction. Let's just play around. I'm going to replace the word social media and I want you to think about what, like how it sounds. Look at it from like the outside. I wake up in the morning and the first thing I grab is that. I get the dose. I look at it. Sometimes I don't remember what I'm looking at, but I do that anyways. Finally, I put it down, go brush my teeth, and then I come back to it. I get it again. Then when I get bored... I take that thing and open it again. Doesn't it sound like alcohol or cocaine, right? 
And you know, actually, when you open your social media to scroll through, I'd say kind of blindly and mindlessly, you get a dopamine hit. You know how bad it is? You get a 400% dopamine increase. So from whatever level you had, you get that much. And you know, it's also interesting that when a person consumes cocaine, I'm not advocating for cocaine. Y'all, kids, don't do it, okay? It's like bad for your life. It's not good. Plus, it's illegal, okay? We're not doing anything against the law. Mm -mm -mm. Anyway, so when someone consumes cocaine, brain shows exact same level of dopamine, like a little bit higher, as when someone is looking at social media. Isn't that kind of an interesting correlation? And when you dive in through that, like material in those comparisons actually gets even creepier. Did you know that some of the social media platforms, they hired psychologists and like sociologists who designed casinos? Doesn't that explain you some things on, on, this, on these platforms? At casino, the main, idea, the main idea is to keep you there. So you spend your money because, you know, there is this trigger. You keep pulling, you keep pulling. You don't know when's going to happen, but you know that something's going to happen. You might win, and maybe it's this time, next time. So that keeps you there. Plus, they don't have any windows there, so people lose track of time. So with that, you know, they kind of disappear in this pleasure island, anticipating something good that might never even happen. And with social media, do you always ask yourself why you grab the phone and go to Instagram? Why you're sharing pictures with others. In a way, it's become such courtesy that it's normal to share your food. It's normal to share pictures of your kids with people who do not know you. With people who might be actually creeps. Might be good people, but we don't know. But it's kind of normal. Imagine before if... I, let's say I was a father somewhere in 80s. I grabbed a photo of my kid and just started walking around saying, like, look at my kiddo, look at my kiddo. Don't you like that photo? Don't you like trying to, like, make them like it? It would be weird, but yet, this is what's happening with social media. And when I read about the hormones, the dopamine, and, like, how it's designed to keep you there, it all made sense that I don't know why I'm on social media. I remember when I used to wake up a month ago, the first thing in the morning was grab my phone and check the likes, check the social media, what's interesting, what's new, what happened when I was sleeping, you know, that kind of fear of missing out or like how many people liked my photos, even though I don't really post on social media. And then I realized like, is this how I want to set my day? And I, what I started doing is, instead I don't touch any social media until I wake up, brush my teeth, do all that stuff, then I stretch, then I write a diary to, you know, bring my thoughts together, have a sip of coffee, and only then go and check my Twitter, my Instagram, who I need to respond and things like that. And I actually found that I feel better because first, I don't have that rush to look at it. Because before, I kind of needed it. And every even bathroom, you know, time was mostly about memes that were unnecessary for my being. Like, really, if, it, if tomorrow is my final day, will I really thank myself for spending that time looking at memes, someone's happy life, or, like, making sure that I 
feel more lonely because I feel lonelier or more lonely, whatever. I'm not perfect on grammar. I told you in the first episode. So like, will I really care about it? And the answer is, of course not. And the question is then, how does that happen that we stay on social media? What are we there for? And then I started asking myself this question. Is social media free? Yes, it is. But is that a business? Yes, it is. And then how does that business make money? They make it through ads. And then it clicked because if it's free and that business is making huge money, how are they doing it? Through ads. And the only way they can have, a, have other businesses buy their ads is through making sure that you stay on social media there to see that ad popping sometime in your timeline. Because think about like how many ads we get on Instagram if you th scroll through stories, you get like two stories, an ad, two stories, an ad, then so many sponsored, you know, ads and things like that. And duh, now it makes sense why it's free. Because, you know, there is a good Russian saying that free cheese is only in a mouse trap. And this is exactly that trap. Because when you go to social media, there is this infinite feed. And after also Instagram fixed their feed, because before it was like um, dated. It was about the most recent ones coming to the top. But now it's targeted. It's based on your likes, based on the profiles you see, you know, your interest, even your messages. And that keeps you even more entertained. And what happens actually the research shows that people right now feel way lonelier than they used to. No wonder, because like you spend your time on so-called social media when it's not even like social. I sometimes, for fun, to entertain myself, I go to Facebook. So first, let me tell you this story. Recently, I decided to break through my rule of not commenting anything on Facebook. I don't do it because it's very toxic environment. And people on Facebook usually don't want to listen to anything. They just want to get more attention, share. They like, look at me. This is my opinion. I don't want to listen to you. There are some nice ones who are like, ask for legit, like, oh, what do you think about this? What do you think about that? But usually, you know, it's about like, if you say, I like cats, you immediately get someone saying like, oh, so that means you hate dogs, you know, all of that. But anyway, so on the Russian Facebook group, I saw a post about the COVID-19. And I'm not going to talk about any facts or anything, but long story short, people started arguing. My comment was, let's tub this freaking mess and be civil. And guess what? I got muted and eventually got banned. And the admin of that group was extremely rude to me. Like, it was, a you know, that nostalgia that I had about Russia went away as soon as I saw someone texting me that stuff in Russian. It's like, mm, thank you. Now I know why I'm here. But anyways, the discourse, the civility of exchanging ideas is lost on the internet because people feel like, you know, they're protected like drivers in their car when they can say mean things, they can act weirdly, but as soon as they leave the car, it's like, oh, I'm such a nice flower. No, it was not me. It was my evil me. And that's what internet does in a way to us because 
we can see our opponent and we kind of feel protected through that wall. And that's why all the civility goes away. You know, it's like opening the doors to the devil saying like, do your thing. We're all in your possession now. I'm not saying that everyone does it, but like generally speaking, civility is gone from social media. It's normalized to say mean things and something also that you would never hear like in real life, maybe from someone, but everyone would know like, oh, that person is a true jerk. I don't want to even talk to them. But on social media, it's almost everywhere. Like, I don't have a huge presence, but even I face some hate. And that made me wonder, like, how all those celebrities feel with, like, millions of followers saying really mean things to them. Um, and with that, of course, it, like, ostracizes each other. And it makes us live in this echo chamber because every time we're faced with a different opinion, with different point of view, and with absence of civility, it comes out very negative, it comes out very combative, and people get really defensive. And studies prove that right now, people, despite living in huge cities, despite living with so many social media followers, accounts, they feel lonely because that human connection, not with the reflection of the mirror when you keep talking to people who agree with you, but like a different person teaching you something about themselves so you can learn something about yourself is kind of gone. And what also is, again, I'm sorry, but it's really creepy when you start diving into this whole thing. The ads on social media, they make sure that you stay in your echo chamber. If you, like, social media knows how much money you make based on the things you like, based on, like, come on, Facebook has access to your phone, your messages, and if you're talking about, like, certain type of, I don't know, car or coffee machine, it knows how much money you make. So it will give you only those ads that address your quality of life, and if it comes to even political things like elections, Social media platforms know your leniency. They know what issues are important to you. They know kind of what way you're going to vote, your, like things you look at. And it will always give you something to support your bias, not to actually break it, but support it. And is it really good? Because as we discussed before, the only way to find the truth is through this discourse. Plus, if you think about it, like from the motivational perspective, if you don't see ads that like are not your level financially in a way, there is no way for you to motivate like you to go any further. Or what if you want to check some new brand, but you don't know where to look. And the only way you can find something interesting is through ads. And that element is gone. So I don't know. For myself, I kind of came to the conclusion that social media itself is not that bad. There are bad things, of course, but it's about how you use it. Like, I don't remember the name of the doctor or philosopher who said it, either Barcelius, Parcelus, don't remember, but everything has poison in it. The key is in the measure. And that's how I feel about social media, that I wasn't trying to condemn anyone or say how terrible everyone is on social media because, hey, I'm guilty. I am no angel. 
I'm sitting here the same imperfect human as you are. I make mistakes. I make sometimes judgments that are based on the knowledge that I have at the moment. And if it's imperfect, if it's wrong, I'm, I'll happily admit it. And social media can be used in a good way. Like I started following different Twitter accounts that keep me motivated with certain ideas. I decided to remove politics from my life. Like seriously, I don't want to talk about it because I'm tired of going to any Instagram, Facebook, even coffee shop. Like I'm seriously waiting when I turn on my coffee machine, it'll sing me, are you gonna vote? Because it's like everywhere. <laughs> so it's about how you use it because everything can be poisonous. If you eat too much cakes, it's too bad for your teeth. If you eat too much carrots, it's not good for your either. The only thing probably is good is if you drink water. But again, if you have too much water, you can find yourself drowning. So you know what I mean? Like it's all about the measure, how it's measured. And that's how I feel about social media. And in a way, I have another challenge for you for next week. Try to pay attention why you're on social media. Whenever you open Instagram, ask yourself, what's an agenda you have to do this? Because we are humans. And I'd argue the main thing that makes us humans is the ability to make a choice for our lives, like how to behave, what to say, what to do. And if you eliminate that, we're no longer humans. Choice is an important part of the human spirit. We make choices every day, what to say, who to hang out with, how to spend our time, what things to buy. And every time you open social media, just ask yourself, why are you doing this? What's the reason behind you pressing that icon and scrolling through that feed? If it's something productive, ask yourself after you're done, like, have you fulfilled your goal? If not, I guess keep digging, but if you did, great. But if you don't know what you're on social media for, isn't it kind of better to go and do 10 push-ups? You know, you'll, your body will thank you a lot. Trust me, I've been doing push-ups for several years. So boy, my pecs are so thankful. I mean, I've been doing something more, but <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, maybe you can spend it kind of more productively, learn a new language, because when you look about the time you spend on social media, it might be two hours a day. And two hours a day, it's like you can read tons of good books. Maybe you, you're a writer, you don't know, because social media is taking you from you. So challenge yourself. Think about what do you use social media for? And stay curious. See you in the next episode.